Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Liza and Adam. Hi, guys. Hey. Hello. How is everybody? Great. Pretty good. Really? Oh. Was that not so dear, Adam? I'm not so sure I believe you. Well, there's some sad news. But what's going on? Well, I don't want to jump the gun. Hmm? Should I jump the gun? Yeah, go ahead. Well, Ohana, the good news is Ohana's coming back to the Polynesian. <laughs> it's going to open up on uh, Ju- uh, July 9th, and okay. you can start booking it June 10th. The problem is it's not going to include, among other things, the noodles. That is a tragedy. I didn't really. I mean, they just were kind of plain to me. Oh, gosh. Really? So you didn't sad. get, like, they, they had, like, a lot of flavor. You know, they they had that kind of nice Asian flavor going on. I mean, they were good. But the, to me, the pot stickers was, like, everything. I love those pot stickers. <laughs> That's, I would eat so many of those. I wouldn't have time to deal with those noodles. Yeah. Well, and I didn't spend a lot of time on the noodles because I was definitely waiting. Okay, I liked the salad. And I love the meat, of course. And then the dessert, which mm. that's back, right? Dessert is still back. Excellent. It looks it looks like they've changed the steak. They're calling it grilled beef steak. Okay. Uh, they still have chicken, but they're calling it roasted chicken. They're adding a sausage. Mm. And they have changed the shrimp to island shrimp casserole. Wait, they're order they're what sausage? Since when is sausage like Polynesian? <laughs> Am I missing something? Is there like a know. big sausage thing going on in like Hawaii? <laughs> no, and other places they like spam. Maybe they should have done like spam. Spam. <laughs> spam is so bad. Have you ever had spam? Uh uh-uh. uh, I'm not eating it. I had deviled ham though before. Deviled ham, I secretly like though. Do you? Okay, I wouldn't eat it now, but as a kid, my grandma had it, and she would always serve it with butter, and then you put the devil ham on it and on white bread. My mom would buy it sometimes, and then I would be like, why are we eating this? It has a devil on it. <laughs> my am is, a, is possessed. I know. I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> You've got what's enough this? problems in life without eating possessed ham, right? I know. I know. Then I'm like, what's actually in this can? What are they trying mm. to tell me? And you don't want to know. Mm-mm. Well, you probably don't want to know. But no. anyway, yeah, deviled ham. Not, not a good thing. Spam. Not a fan. But bread pudding. I mean, does anyone not like the bread pudding? Oh, no, it's good. But I, okay, what I want to know is whose idea was a shrimp casserole? That sounds disgusting. Doesn't doesn't the shrimp casserole sound like something that like a really old auntie would take to like a potluck dinner? (laughs) And she'd be like, don't forget to eat the shrimp casserole, honey. I'd made it specially for you. And you'd be like, oh, God, not that again. Because it would have those little tiny shrimps that nobody wants. Uh, you know those ones? They're like, you don't even know if those are real food or just something they throw at cats. I don't know. They're disgusting. So I'll have to see. What does a shrimp casserole have in it? I hope it doesn't have like cream and mushroom soup or something. It's got We just said island island shrimp casserole. I just And that's the that. replacement for shrimp? That is the replacement for shrimp. That's, it, the way... The way that it's written and looks doesn't look like they're going to be coming around on the skewers. They're just going to put everything in like family style uh, platters and you, you know, kind of serve yourself. So they're not going to be walking around with skewers of meat. Let me get this straight. The replacement for shrimp on the stick is a casserole. Yes. So, you know, times are hard when you're replacing shrimp, like straight up shrimp. With a casserole, because you're like trying to, you know, people make casseroles to save money, right? And stretch things. That's true. They do. I'm wondering when we're just going to get everything in a jello mold and just say, you know, don't give them any ideas. (laughs) (laughs) It's either a casserole or a jello mold, and it's family style. um, And speaking of saving money, now they're switching from the noodles to like a fried rice. Now, the noodles had to be one of the most inexpensive items on the menu. And I cannot imagine cooking rice labor intent is more. I would think it's more labor intensive to watch rice than it is to cook noodles. Rice is like you know I know what? it's a cheap thing to make or to to purchase and to make, but 
you have to watch that like the whole time, don't you? Don't you think maybe it's just a big old pan of like frozen rice that they heat up? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that there's some lady in there frying rice. You know, you got to make the rice. Then you got to. And the thing about making fried rice is, you know, I mean, the original intent is to use rice. You had the. It's, did you know it's a breakfast food? No. It actually is. It's actually a breakfast food that people would use the rice from the night before. So they would stretch it and they would. Ha- and this is like old, old timey stuff. But anyway, so I mean, but you got to put so much stuff in it to get it to taste good. Let's put a vat of soy sauce in there, you know? Yeah. They eat rice for breakfast in Cuba. Yeah. They do. And a lot of those countries, I think they eat like rice with butter, yeah. butter rice. Well, yeah, but like, like in China, that's how that started. And I only know this because when I had our first kid, my husband's aunt brought over fried rice and she explained, this isn't really what you think it is. And I was like, oh, okay. And then my husband ate all of it before I got out of Of course he did. He did. I'm still bitter about that. I would be. I hate it when they do that. Amazing. Oh, yeah. And especially when you've just had a baby. You know, come on. Where's the Chinese food your auntie made? I'm not happy. I wouldn't be happy either. I'd be really tired. I'm going to go nag him about that when we get off the show. I would. Anyway. you got to bring it up. you got to keep bringing it up remember, forever. Remember the, when you um... ate all that fried rice? <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Sorry. Adam's like trying to bring it back around and we're like getting bitter here. <laughs> Don't get started, Adam. <laughs> well, well, the, I'll bring it back around and I'll just say that the, the, the classic pot stickers and the chicken wings are returning. Uh, oh. So that's good. Yeah. Those aren't gone. And, uh, and like I said, that will be open July 9th. And, and the, the breakfast is also going to be opening as well. But it um, will not have characters. It will have a strolling musician. So probably somebody on a ukulele, I would, I would assume. Oh, that sounds adorable. Yeah, and that's going to be standard. Like ukulele. That's going to be standard uh, Disney breakfast. Uh, Mickey waffles, breakfast skillets, ham, sausage, Stitch, and Mickey waffles. I I would only want. Who wants Stitch waffles? I just want Mickey waffles. Apparently, somebody wants Stitch waffles because. (laughs) Oh God! So many people love Stitch. I don't. You know what I mean? I know. I know. My niece. My niece loves Stitch. I could totally see that. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, it's not good. Okay. Adam, tell us when reservations open up and when does the restaurant open? Reservations open Thursday, the 10th of June. Okay. And that's for the opening date of July 9th. It's a Friday night. Look at that. Wow. wow. It's going to be full. Mm. It's going to be good eating. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like selfishly, and I'm just, I don't try, I try to be nice on here. But I hope pe- enough people complain about this rice and they bring the noodles back. <laughs> and um, I was on, tw- it's trending on Twitter, the Ohana noodles. Uh, we've made, Uh-oh. we have got trending on Twitter, which is a big deal. And um, and also in 2019, they they swapped out the noodles. In January 2019, they swapped out the noodles for rice. And after a couple of days, they switched back. I we think they don't they won't admit to it, but we think it was because enough people complained. So yeah, enough people complain about this. Yeah, well, the noodles are always better than the rice, so they should bring back the noodles. Like if that if if it's a either or, yeah, I'd rather a noodle than the rice. So yeah, I I hear you. Yeah, same here. I I I not to sound like judgmental or anything, but like rice is just so easy to find and to get, and you get it with your Chinese <laughs> menu all the time. The noodles right. are so hard; it's not easy to not. It's hard to make them. Not, not all the Chinese restaurants make them that way, and I'm not I'm not inferring that the Polynesian is a re- Chinese restaurant. But what I'm just saying is that type of menu item is not something that is normally found anywhere. Yeah. This is a staple in a lot of places. So it was nice to have something different, and, and they just took it from us. So we want it back. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. I'm I'm still excited. I just really am there for the meat and the bread pudding. It's quite a combo. Hey, everybody. Oh, Tony. Gosh, Tony. Yay. That's right. I'm know? late to the party as usual. Oh, no, that's okay. I mean, it's like a surprise mystery guest who's not a mystery. That's exciting. 
Tony, we were talking about Ohana opening up and some of the menu changes. What do you think about that? Uh, hashtag return the noodles. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't understand why you've removed a noodle uh, mm-hmm. from the menu when it's uh, very popular. Yeah. Um, at least with my family, anyway. Uh, and noodles are not that expensive to make. No. Um, why you've taken the shrimp skewers away and replaced it with a shrimp casserole? Oh, the casserole. Yeah, that's bad. And then, it just sounds disgusting. It sounds so bad. And then so you've bad. added sausage. So I, I don't get these changes. Um, I could understand if it were a cost-saving measure that they eliminated one of the meats mm-hmm. and didn't replace it, uh, you know, or, or replaced it at a later date. Um, but uh, to remove the noodles and the, the shrimp skewers, I, I don't know. It's not Ohana for me anymore. Are you going to stop going there? Um, what I think they should do is, so Ohana means family, right? They should now call it broken Ohana. It's it's like a broken family. Yeah, but maybe like broken families, you get two Christmases. That's true. So maybe there's like something special. I don't know. That's true. But we, we don't get shrimp or, or, or noodles anymore. Yeah. We've, we, we did say we were really kind of not happy about this whole like, cost-cutting shrimp casserole, which sounds kind of gross. Right. So, uh, I don't I, I know. Mean, I mean, what's next? Are they taking away the bread pudding? Maybe. I don't know. Do you think bread pudding, though, is, like, really easy to make, and it's probably easy to keep heated, like, at a low temperature? So they probably that's probably, like, a easy one for them to keep. So. You know what else is easy to make? Noodles. <laughs> I mean, what if it wasn't? What if it was, like, super hard? And we don't know. Uh, I actually, I actually looked up the the recipe from a uh, one of those uh, cookbooks that you know makes the faux Disney uh, recipes. Yeah. And, and it's not tough at all. It's like a little ginger sauce, uh, you know, udon noodles, some peanuts, some some ginger. Uh, put some stuff in a blender. Cook the noodles, and you're huh. done. Well, then there you go, Disney. Tony can make them. You know, I, I've seen a lot of people say that they can make these noodles at home, and that's great. I don't want to make them. I want to go to the restaurant at the castle and eat my noodles. And well, I want see, the I'm, ukulele playing. I'm saying they're very easy to make. It, I've looked up the recipe. There's a know? lot of easy things to make that I don't make because I just don't feel like making them. Mm-hmm. A lot of easy things that I could do, I just choose not to. I'd rather just do it as the exper- do it as it, as the Lord intended them to be experienced. And the noodles were intended to be experienced with all the other stuff at Ohana. You know, maybe they'll just bring it back. If, if we could play, I might, I might, I might pick it outside. I chain myself. <laughs> oh, to please, do. Yeah. please do. Please do. Property, they can throw you off. I can, um, not if I, not if I lock myself to the, to Maui. The, the, they'll the just, guy. they'll just get the bolt cutters <laughs> out and show you who's boss. <laughs> wow. Although I'd pay money to see that. Oh, so. Adam said he was bringing his own noodles. And I'm like, please do. Please bring Jersey noodles. And then I would like to see video footage of this. You know, um, they've, they've modified the menu at other points. Because I remember when they took the chicken skewers away. Oh. And that yeah, was back in like 2014, maybe. That's um, sad. And, and I like the chicken. Uh, you know, I'm not really a beef guy. Um, but I like the chicken really? skewers and then they took them away. Okay. I'm just looking at these pictures and it looks like you get a platter of steak mm-hmm. with chicken some skewers, Tony. the chicken they skewer chicken sliced and it was grilled and it was on the little skewers. And it was came by. Tony, they still had that. Did they? Cause they took yes. it away at one point. Well, yeah, that was just for you. Just for your, yeah, just for you. And I didn't like the skewer situation. I'm going to be perfectly honest. It took forever to get there. And as soon as it got there, like you'd have like two pieces left and you're like, here you go, madam. Boop. I mean, it wasn't like you, you know, I always felt like I always got the short end of the skewer, to be honest. So <laughs> you I got the bad the piece salad. of meat off the skewer. I did. Yeah. yeah. They gave me the fatty piece the of chicken. Dried, the dried piece of pork. And it looks like Ew. the chicken is like, regular roast chicken which again i am not i don't object to that well although a lot of kids might because they don't like bones oh yeah i don't either but i've got to be honest i love family style meals 
So I am all for the family style trend that's going on. I will say I am looking at that shrimp casserole and it almost looks like a gratin. It's got like breading on it and stuff. So maybe it's like cheesy shrimp with rice, Mm -hmm. I bet. And maybe some like breadcrumbs on it. Mm, I don't know. It's 1956 and you're having the boss for dinner. What do you make them? Shrimp casserole. It's exactly this. And jello mold with marshmallows Mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. Your your aunt will love it. Okay. (laughs) All right. Let's move on. Let's stop making fun of these uh, Ohana changes. Let's go ahead and move on to Avengers Campus opening. Now, we haven't been there yet, but on June 4th, Avengers Campus out in Disneyland opened. We've talked about it a tiny bit on the show. Um, did you guys hear anything interesting about the opening? I know Katie is a friend of the show and Katie was there. And also one of our agents, Ruth was out there with her daughters. Well, from what Katie said, I asked on our group and, uh, Katie loved the shawarma, which is like a, um, meat wrap. I think it's chicken they're serving and it's wrapped in, um, like a pita or tortilla? I think it's, it's a pita. It's like a pita. It's almost like a pita sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now I believe shawarma is supposed to is technically supposed to be halal, but I don't think this is. Just just an FYI. And um, she had a cosmic cream orb. I I think that's a something that is supposed to be like a cream puff. She liked them. Yeah. It looks like a cream puff. It's purple. And but it's kind of like grayish, more purpley gray on the outside. And it's got the, like a purple cream cheese on the inside. And I heard it was really good, although, frankly, it looks disgusting. Is that like a Guardians of the Galaxy kind of thing? Yeah, I, I yeah, that would make sense. Uh, her favorite characters were Loki and Thor because they played off each other. Yay. And she also loved Chip and Dale dressed as Loki and Thor. I did see a oh, video of <laughs> I saw a TikTok of. Uh, one of them, Chip or Dale, getting a uh, kicking a trash can and getting in a fight with it. It was kind of it was really funny. I will have to post that to the group when this show goes out. Um, the uh, I had um the boarding group situation they're doing for the uh, Web Slingers attraction is hard. It's very it's much like Rise of Resistance where it goes it, it it goes real fast, <laughs> and uh, it's hard to get one. And um, yeah. I know people that haven't gotten it. And I know people have waited online for a long time just to be able to get into the land. But... Seems like there's been a lot of disappointment over that. And you're right. They can't get into the land. Like I, I was looking just like at the mobile ordering and um, I noticed that it pops up and says, don't order food if you don't have like admittance into the land. So, you know, which well, makes a lot of sense, of course. Did you hear uh, the latest update today? No, probably not. We've been on hold all day. That's they, another story. They uh, discontinued uh, mobile order from the Shawarma Palace. Oh, okay. Well, so that's good in a way. Apparently, people were under the assumption that if they placed a mobile order, they could enter the Avengers campus oh. and just kind of bypass the the standby queue. Okay. Uh, and that is not the case. So a couple of days ago, Disney actually put a pop-up uh, for mobile orders if you ordered anything uh, from uh, Avengers Campus, the pop-up came up and said, you know, this is just a reminder uh, that you cannot, you know, please order, essentially said, please order when you're in Avengers Campus. Right. Um, and and one of the things that I have found interesting um, during the whole Avengers Campus opening is that Californians, because uh, they are so local to Disneyland, that many of them will place and will place food orders for mobile pickup Um you know, in advance where, you know, they know they're just going to pop into the park because maybe they want, you know, maybe maybe they want the shawarma or, or one of their favorite dishes. And the uh, mobile order option, you know, when you're in Walt Disney World, at least I did, I kind of wanted stuff immediately. But one of the options when you mobile order is to pick your your food delivery time frame. So apparently, like first thing in the morning, like all the popular time slots get filled. So if you're in right. Disneyland and you think you're going to place an order at quarter to five for five o'clock pickup, there might not be any slots for five o'clock. You know, they might already be gone by like 930 in the morning. So very funny how they utilize the the mobile mobile ordering out there. 
Well, there was, that was an issue in Disney World for a while, but like the, when I was there last week, it, it didn't seem to be a problem anymore. But I know in the, in the spring, I remember like at Hollywood Studios, you really couldn't order anything by like three o'clock. All the slots were full and it was really frustrating, especially for people who maybe had little kids with them and the kids are hungry and all that. Um, but yeah, I did see that a friend of mine went out there um, for opening day of Avengers and she said the same thing. She said it was impossible to get food really anywhere in the park if you didn't order way ahead of time. But I'm kind of wondering, like, does that have any, obviously people don't have annual passes right now, so they're not just popping into the park. So, I mean, I think that's less of an issue right now than the fact that they just don't have as much opened and they don't have as many people working and stuff like that. So, but everything I did see said, make sure you order you know, if you want to eat at five, you know, place your order early so that you can eat at five or whatever, which is kind of frustrating because, you know, if you're online for something and you, you know, you get a pass or whatever for Rise of the Resistance, um, it's kind of frustrating to not be able to also get your food. But I've, I've been hearing that they will give you like a two hour leeway on those mobile orders. So I'll let you know, I'll be there in July, hopefully. Um, but but, okay, so what else did we hear? Did did people consistently? I guess most people had good things to say about web slingers, right? Yeah, web slingers seems like a it's a it's a ride with no height requirement, so everybody can ride it. You do have to wear the glasses. You can play. You can ride it as is, or you can purchase one of those fancy uh, glove robot things, and that like can help enhance your score. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like a whose line is anyway. The points don't matter, <laughs> but if you for for personal pride, I guess it might. Yeah. Um, the ride looks it looks great. It's got Tom Holland as Spider Man, and it's got some Easter eggs of uh, Heimlich's Choo Choo. Apparently, is yay! In there. That's good to hear. Uh, sort of. It's it's kind of a weird thing they did, but um, I think um. I, I, the pro, I mean, the problem is it's opened up with one new attraction, and then uh, the way that they're working it now is that Guardians of the Galaxy is in the land, which it should be, but you can't ride that until you're in the land. So you can't be outside doing other things and try to ride Guardians. You have to be in the land, and you can only be in the land if you've got a, you've gone through your boarding group already, and or you've waited on the standby queue. It's like it's kind of convoluted how they have you do that and, and the other great thing that that is that i like is all of the street mis- for lack of a better term street atmosphere all the marvel characters and they have like stunt shows going on all the time yeah which is i know really okay cool. so tell me about the spider-man guy i keep seeing uh that is pretty incredible right he's just yeah, like I mean, going from building to building and stuff they have a they have a real human spider-man doing his thing and then and then they launch a spider-man spoiler alert it's not a real person it's a robot but they launch him what? from a from what? one building to another like I how know, is that even possible in the air i know it's 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 amazing and he does different like poses each time kind of like a almost like a diver would do you know okay, doing different brilliant. like yeah. poses yeah. Chris, don't be so surprised because we've posted picture uh, a video of the Stuntronic robot from like two years ago. Uh, so we kind of knew that was was out there. Um, I have to be honest. Until Adam said that, I thought it was a guy, like an acrobat, because you saw strings, and I thought, oh well, maybe they're doing it like a tight. I don't know. <laughs> I thought well, the, it was the, real. Definitely the strings when he's climbing up and down the building, uh, okay. and that's an that's an OSHA requirement. Um, but uh, the 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 Stuntronic robot uh, gets launched uh, like 80 feet in the air. It's uh, it's crazy, uh, and it's actually yeah, if you, it's it's sense. part of the uh, Imagineering. Uh, I, I believe there's a segment uh, that they touch on in the Imagineering uh, miniseries on Disney Plus. Yeah, that's yeah, they, yeah, they went over that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty incredible. Well, that's exciting to find out about. I I do have to say that just overall with Disneyland right now. There's no dining. Like, I feel like, and just if you're trying to make dining, like for July, wait 30 days because it will be available because I can get all kinds of stuff like in late July, like June. I can't get anything for my dates when I'm going. 
So, and now I'm worried because, you know, like, don't let me be hungry. It might get weird. So I'm going to need food. Oh, yeah. I know, right? I'm excited because I'll be out there on the 66th anniversary because that's July 17th. And they didn't do anything for the 65th, obviously. So I'm hoping they'll do a little something. I have I have park a park pass for Disneyland that oh, day. Oh, so. that'll be great. Uh, we were there for the 60th. It was really fun. I was there, too. Uh, we were there on that day. I wasn't there, like, yeah. on the actual day. But I was there during the 60th celebration, like, pretty close yeah. around that time. It Ooh, was really cool. cute because, like, people dressed up in 1955 kind of clothing so that was super fun it was a really good day okay next story liza tell us a little bit about tusker house while we're talking about food i guess we can't get away from that yeah well it's because tusker house is opening june 20th and i'm pretty excited about tusker house i loved that place i would go all the time when I would go with my kids because I love the unique items on the buffet. But there is no more buffet. And I'm wondering, is buffet ever going to come back? I don't even know at this point. But now it's family style. I do love family style. And it does say that the uh, dishes will be African inspired. Now, the breakfast, it looks like you know, pretty standard Disney breakfast with a pastry basket. You get um, Mickey and Simba waffles. There we go with the Simba. Like, it's like now they have to have an alternate character with your waffle. Like, it used to just be Mickey. Well, now you get Stitch waffle. Now you get Simba waffle. So I don't know if this is a trend. But um, you get your scrambled eggs, bacon and sausage, you know, that kind of stuff. But you also get chicken egg curry and jasmine rice and cornbread with butter and Nutella and strawberry preserves, which it seems pretty good. Now, the lunch and dinner entree, you get Moroccan spiced beef and um, herb chicken and curry shrimp and marinated pork. And now the animal-themed desserts, I do not see zebra domes. And I've got to tell you, that was my favorite thing as far as desserts go at that place, the zebra domes. Oh, the zebra domes? I didn't even know they had them there. They did on the buffet, and that was really where I would go and get them. I mean, when I'd eat there with my kids. But now all I'm seeing is like this bee cake, a bumblebee cake. And like um, a Mickey, like a standard Mickey cupcake with like a like a giraffe cupcake paper. It just doesn't look very. But see, usually those those desserts they weren't like fantastic desserts. You know, it was just kind of like an afterthought. No. So I don't know. I'm yeah, not really shocked. That's what I hate about buffet desserts are usually not that good yeah they're usually not but um i'm excited about the family style and it'll include character visits but see i'm thinking that the character visits are going to be like they have been like from afar i'm not sure if they're going to be coming right up to your table still i don't know oh i kind of like that but (laughs) i'm the worst person but the kids like to run and hug them yeah, remember when we were at Topolino's, though? First of all, amazing breakfast. Yeah, that was but, great. But I kind of liked it that they were, like, kind of, you know, 20 feet away. I know, Hi. but but we're not five. You know, like, know. when you're a five-year-old and you're seeing Mickey, it's kind of like... And, you feel like you can just go run over there and say hi when it's your turn. But now it's like, no, you have to stay back and we'll take a selfie. Well... You know what? I'm going to say what I always say to my clients. It's your vacation, too. And if you don't want to deal with those pesky characters, <laughs> you know, darn it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm wondering, though, you know, how soon it'll be before they do allow them to come up to the tables. I, it seems like it's, things are moving quick, quickly. So you can't predict anything. Like every You're time right. I tell a client something, I feel like I'm like, addendum here's a change you know there's like no kind of it's it's just really hard to kind of you're right have any kind I don't know you you don't know what's happening no I don't know I think after a year we've sort of started to roll with it like you know it just we just expect the unexpected that's true that's so true 
Like I said, we will definitely not forget all this for sure. Oh no. But, um, yeah, I'm excited for Tusker house. They needed something else in animal kingdom, like another option. I felt like, what do you guys think? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love eating there. I always liked the buffet there though. Cause I felt like you could just try, you could get adventurous a tiny bit, or you could go with your stand standard kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I hope they great. come back with the buffet. To me, that, that was probably the best buffet on property. I, hate to I say um, always said that. That, uh, that was would, my favorite. I would, dis- I would say I would go with Boma. Oh, okay. That's a valid point, too. Boma is excellent. Although it's not as big, I don't think. There's not as many options, really. Yeah, Tuscarawas mm. was big. It was mm. big in there. You had lots yep. of sections. Yeah. There's just a lot going on. I mean, uh, you know what feels weird to me, if, if I may? What feels weird to me is how grateful we are for anything that's kind of thrown at us. Whether somebody <laughs> says, like, in, in a year's time, you know, first of all, in a year's time, we've seen people behave really badly. And, mm-hmm. like, I don't know about you guys, but some of my neighbors and just some things I've seen, I've been like, ooh, you're <laughs> my not as neighbor. nice as I thought. You know, it's really disappointing. But you've also seen people do good things, you know, right? So, but just not even touching on that, I think that we've become so used to having things that we can't have that when something little comes out, we're so ridiculously excited. Yeah. And I think particularly people who are in the travel business, because we've had a lot taken away um, and so many different levels, you know, it's like. If you're a restaurant and you're told you can have 25% or 50%, whatever it is, or you can only have outdoor dining, there aren't too many changes to that, right? We get changes. We have so many changes every single day. Yeah. This is happening. That's happening. This cruise is canceled. We're going to reschedule this. Here's a change to this every single day. And it's like, so when we get something solid, like even Ohana opening, we're like, yes, I can't believe Ohana opened. You know what I'm saying? Like, did you ever think you would be in a situation where you would just be so surprised that Ohana is opening, you know, <laughs> and excited? Yeah, I I was excited. And then I read you what happened. Oh, the noodles. Oh, my gosh. You were the worst. Noodle gate. <laughs> I don't, Noodle I don't, gate. It's like it's like how hard is it to just like just just don't if it ain't broke don't fix it. Mm, yeah, um, that's a valid. But, uh, avocado toast, Adam. They took it away. It was that's literally the, the best yeah. breakfast in Disney World. It was probably the only good. I, I mean, I love avocado toast, but this just that transcended avocado toast. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. I do. If people don't know, we're talking about the old avocado toast at the Wave. It was absolutely the best thing. Um, and we would get that <laughs> every time. Every time. And it was cheap, too. It was like 10 bucks. you know? Yep. Um, so good. It was good. Um, do you know who has good avocado toast, incidentally? Who? I hate to say it. Dunkin' Donuts. Really? Oh, Not I didn't bad. know they did that. Uh, they do. Anyway, um, so I mean, it's 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 you know it's not the wave quality, oh. but it's you know four dollars also. So, oh, okay. Anyway, but at, but at the at the same time, Ohana is at a deluxe resort. They're charging how much money? You know how much money they're charging per room for those? Yes. That, that resort. They only had the one restaurant open, Kona Cafe. Yeah. They have to get this other one open. Right, and that's a valid point. Yeah, it just and they have DVC there. They have, DVC, mm-hmm. they have people paying, spending two thousand dollars a point a night, uh, points per night on those bungalows. Um, oh gosh, that's low, Adam. It's more than that. Uh, well, you know what I mean. It's like it's it's an insane yeah. amount of of money people are money, spending to be yeah. there. Yep. They gotta they they gotta open these things up. I mean, it's like, come on now, you know, like what are we waiting for? And 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 Ohana was always family style, right. It was never. It's not like they had to convert a buffet thing to family style. All they have to do is just. Well, it was, but they. The yeah, they had the skewer guy coming around. But all they have to do yeah. is just skewer, put everything in in at the bowls at the at the grill, and then just serve them out that way. That's just. Yeah, they really that's, should that's have kept the skewers. They should have made them half the size, and then just brought <laughs> them to your table in a bowl, and then you could get your own meat off the skewer. Well, okay, and here's, I'm just going to say something else. We also heard this week that 
social distancing, like people were being told, you know, fill in all the spaces and lines and stuff. If you can fill in all the spaces in line at Space Mountain, you can have a guy come around with skewers of pork or whatever it is, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not so sure why. I don't know. It yeah, could shrimp be an employee, an OSHA, It could be like an OSHA employee thing where mm-hmm. like you know, it's an, a difference when it's an employee working versus guests. Because us as a guest, we kind of like lose all our rights when we walk into the park. <laughs> um, but an employee still has rights you know, to safety in a safe workspace. So that, I, that could be part of it. Whereas the employee can't, although, I mean, I, it's funny because I was at a New York city restaurant over the weekend and none of the workers had masks. So it was just like, yeah, very indoors. It was just very like, and it was New York city. Like, wow. They didn't care. New, that's... Walt Disney world has stricter rules than New York, New York city. The great, uh, Greenwich Village in New York City did. Yeah, it was like, I was shocked. I'm shocked. I, it's tough. And we talked about it on the last show about how it was complicated when you're there, even just keeping track of where you're supposed to have it on and you forget and everything. And I I don't know. I mean, like, it's just such a weird time, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally is. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll keep an eye out for those noodles, Adam. We'll let you know if yeah. they say anything. Just bring him in a big Ziploc bag. You oh, can pick some up at the airport. I'm sure they have some like noodle place, like <laughs> cold noodles in one of those takeaway, you know? Oh my gosh, yeah. And then you can see if they'll heat them up in the back when you get to the table. Yeah. Just like open the noodles up and go, excuse me, can you heat these up for me? Yeah, <laughs> just give them, <laughs> give them the major guilt trip. Be like, listen. Hey, if. Remember last year when those people were grilling hot dogs outside at Disney Springs? Oh my gosh, yes. There you go. <laughs> that was insane. Maybe they were protesting the fact that the hot dogs weren't as good as what they had. Well, you it never... could be true. It could be. Well, yeah. Well, there was a real reason why, but I don't need to um, get into that. But anyway, how come they don't have zebra domes at like every dessert place and just call them something different? I don't know. Probably because they're zebra domes. I mean, you know, <laughs> do they really work at like Crystal Palace or something? Yeah, Maybe. Just, just name them something else. Just name you them like. Name uh, them your domes. Aww. Tigger domes. Change the color. Domes. Tigger domes. Do, do you think they'd be as good if they had like orange and white? I think that might be gross. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about that chocolate with the white frosting. Isn't yeah, it like Kahlua or something on it? It's a, it's a brandy. Yeah, some kind of alcohol. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I like it. And it's delicious. Speaking of food, and I guess this is turning into a completely food-focused show. Mm. Tony, what are you going to tell us about food and wine this year? Well, it's been announced that the International Food and Wine Festival will return on July 15th and run through (laughs) November 20th. The event this year... I laughed. July... 15th you guys go on well hold on there there's more to that though um this year's festival is going to be sponsored by corksicle uh so advent health who had been sponsoring stuff for the past few uh festivals seems to be out corksicle who is a uh beverage um like a cup type of like a yeti type container uh they've been doing some of the resort uh beverage holders um, thermos style type things, I guess, uh, of late. So they have picked up sponsorship of the International Food and Wine Festival. But what I find interesting is it seems like they're almost doing this in in two waves. Uh, the event is going to open up on July 15th, but then there's going to be another set of booths that open up on October 1st. So you're going to get a bunch of stuff at the beginning, and then on October 1st, there's going to be uh, three new booths, one from Kenya, the Lobster Landing, and Mac and Eats. And then the booths in from Spain, Ireland, India, Brazil, Belgium, and the Alps Global Marketplace will open on October 1st. So that it, makes it, sense. It's almost Nobody wants like, hot cheese. That's Sorry. true. But it's almost like they want people to experience the first half of the Food and Wine Festival and then come back again when there's more booths open. Yes. I mean, maybe. That's what I think. That makes sense. Let's get them there twice. 
So they do have some new booths coming this year in July. Uh, they have the Brew Wing, which is going to be chicken wings and flatbeds, flatbreads along with beers and ciders. The Noodle Exchange. Hey, noodles. Huh. Maybe we can bring some over to uh, Ohana. That's where they went. Right. The Rotunda Bistro, which is going to feature fresh seafood uh, in the American P- Adventure Pavilion. The Swanky Saucy Swine. And then Tangerine Cafe Flavors of the Medina, which is going to be traditional Moroccan cuisine like kebabs and falafel. Sound like funky, uh, cold they will... Medina? Okay, go ahead. It very well could be. <laughs> uh, they are also going to have uh, Remy's Scavenger Hunt, uh, the Ratatouille uh, Scavenger Hunt, uh, and that is going to take place all around the park. Um, the Eats to the Beach series will not be back this year. Um, they will be having local bands from Central Florida performing popular songs uh, uh, Friday through Monday in the American Gardens Theater. So, like cover so, bands? Uh, local bands, yeah. It could be cover bands, could be original stuff. Um, uh, although they say they are popular songs from yesterday and today, so that sounds like a cover band. Yeah, it sounds like a bunch oh. of cover bands. So, you what know, you're saying is no air supply? Yeah, it's funny. I was just going to say it looks like air supply is out of work for another four months. God, what are they going to do? I don't know. They come to Epcot and play all their hit. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, they had one, more than one. They had a couple. I, I just. Can I just tell you, and I think I've shared this before, but I had a boyfriend and he liked them. And I should have known. I was like, why do you like this bad music? Anyway. Yeah, that is a sign. It was assigned. Yeah. You know, the other sign was his parachute pants. That uh, that should have been another sign. He had parachute pants. Oh, yeah, I he know. was actually he was cute. I have to those admit. were really cool cute. at one time. You know, that guy was me, Chris, and I went through a bunch <laughs> of plastic surgery uh, just to get myself involved in your life again. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> nice. I would love Very to see nice. Tony in parachute pants. That's gonna Bye. be good. You know we had a pair. I am proud to say that I never wore parachute pants, uh, hammer pants, or Zubaz pants uh, in the 80s. Now, I do it. uh, Those were those wide-legged, almost clown-style pants, I guess. They they were like hammer pants. Uh Um, But I I was very partial to jams. So jams. Shorts. Those were the uh, long-legged shorts with, uh, you know... uh, I don't want to say tropical styles, but very loud coloring on them. Wow. So I went to Florida State for undergrads. And the only trend I remember the guys having was either that serious grunge look. And that was all in the language department. Or they would peg their jeans. And I just hated that look so Never did that either. You had Um, tight roller jeans. Pegging is horrible. I do have some pictures of me in a mesh half shirt. And the funny thing is when we brought Isabel to school, uh, we went into the bookstore and they had a mesh uh, half shirt with, you know, Yukon on the front. And Uh I wanted to buy one and I was not allowed. Oh, I bet you weren't. I bet you were blocked. When you're talking mesh half shirt, is this like tight fitting or is it like just like a sports shirt? Um, Kind of like a sports shirt, but I I guess on me it would be tight fitting. Okay. (laughs) Oh my it gosh! Not like <laughs> a tight-fitting <laughs> mesh shirt is the worst thing you can do. Probably, I mean, the little individual holes, and then your body's trying to squeeze out of it. It's just not oh, a good yeah, look. That's a great look. It's yeah. <laughs> I was I was just remarking that the '80s were not a good time for fashion. I don't care what like kids right now. They're really into the '80s and early '90s. Like my daughter. Is wearing what I wore in the early nineties. Yes, she's wearing Doc Martin lace ups, jeans, a t shirt underneath, and a plaid shirt. That and is like, early nineties. That is early nineties yeah, Nirvana. Mm-hmm. I was so like it was it was hot because it was Florida too. Um, <laughs> and the worst, the funny thing is, is I actually told her, well, that's what we wore to school, and she was like, usually if I say I like something, she's like. Oh, well, I hate that now. But this, she was like, yeah, that's okay. She's really, she's committed. Although she did tell me she wants to like shave a little part of her eyebrow off. And I'm like, "Mm, you know what? Every time I see that, I'm going to start singing Ice Ice Baby. Oh, yeah. But you should tell her there's a chance that it might not grow back like it was. I did. 
And when you get older, you naturally lose the tail. So you lose like the ends of your eyebrows. They start thinning. I didn't tell her that. Okay. Just tell her I said that. I totally told her that. Yeah. It's not working. She'll, she'll forget about it in a week, hopefully. Um, anyway. Okay. We digress. Okay. All right. Liza, why don't you tell us about uh, the good news for children who'd like to run around and climb things? Yes, and also good news for parents who would like to have a seat. So, mm. you know, because you can sit down and um, and watch your kids get lost in the tunnels and bubbles and whatever it is that you might have to go and get them. But the space-based playground reopens in Mission Space, Epcot. So it's reopened and... Dumbo Flying Elephants Q Playground also reopened this weekend. So um, uh, they've both been closed for COVID reasons, but now it's, well, okay, so the Mission Space one, if you haven't seen it, it is full of little nooks, crannies, tunnels. My kids have been in there. And let me just tell you, I waited for a while and they were running around in there. Um, Now, some of the other activities are still not open. Uh, They had advanced training lab, which was like some little screens and that you could touch and uh, games and stuff, but that's not open yet. But the actual playground area is open. And the Dumbo ride, there's a lot of parents that really appreciate the air conditioning and a place to sit and a place for their kids to burn off some energy. And it's really cute in there. I really like that place. Oh, I love it. I my, when my kids were that age, I we were there all the time. Mm-hmm. I love that place. Yeah. The only bad thing is like one time, like you could open the back door and a kid could go out and I had one of my kids do that. So I'm like, okay, do I watch the other two? I gotta go get the other one. What do I do? Ah. So anyway, it was a little stressful. But then, I think but that's I cool. It. It's cool because it's just another thing that's opened that is leading us back to more normal park. So it makes me happy to see that. That's what I said about being grateful for anything we're getting. I know. I'm grateful for the mission space playground. (laughs) I I got excited when I saw that you can eat inside at McDonald's. I was like, oh my gosh, there are people inside. (laughs) You know, that's sort of weird. And well, you know what? It's awesome though. I'm really happy that we're getting all of this normalcy going back. I'm, I'm really excited about yeah. it. Yeah, me too. Okay. All right. Any other thoughts, feelings? I had one more oh. thought. Go ahead. Okay. Recently, they opened up more park pass availability in actually in both parks, in both coasts, I should say. But uh, I was just more focused on Walt Disney World because they, they opened up more space for the 50th anniversary, October 1st, because prior to this week, Magic Kingdom and Epcot were both full for the 1st of October. But now they, but then they opened up more space. Now I think they're full again. But the point of what I'm trying to say is they found more room, which I don't, I think that means that they, they know ahead, way ahead of time that they're going to keep bumping up capacity. Yeah. That was, ex- I was so glad you said that. Cause like within a minute I was adding my friend who's going to be down with all of us. And cause before I had her going to animal kingdom that day, which to be honest, she might prefer, but, um, so thanks for letting me know the other day. Is there anything special going on that we know about? Yes, I'll be there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that goes without <laughs> saying, I don't, I don't really know why you'd want to, you know, miss that to be honest. Um, um, no, they haven't said anything specific, but I mean, I would think they're going to do, they're going to have a little get together. They're going to maybe have a, par- a, a fire, a firework go off would be nice. Oh, maybe, a we fire back, one. maybe we bring back Michael Eisner and Bob Iger. Maybe the, the Bob show up. Um, maybe, maybe like an old character comes out like brother John or. You know, something. I mean, I hope it's more than okay. So for the 65th out in Disneyland, they did like you know they had a little parade, they had some cupcakes. I mean, but it was really only like a maybe one hour kind of thing, and then the rest of the day was just you know the regular stuff. 
but they are, oh, you know, they're going to do stuff for a year. So if you're not there that day, you're still going to see, you know, you're talking celebration. about 60, right? Uh, I'm talking about the, yeah, 60th. Sorry. It's late. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they didn't really do anything, but just like they'll do in Disneyland, you know, they had that whole year where they had all the pins and the little things and you know what they should do. They should bring back year of a million dreams. I actually have some uh, of the uh, fast passes from that sitting up on my uh, nightstand. Oh, nice. I, yeah. I, 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 the only thing like Kevin and Thomas or one of the kids went off a ride or got off a ride and they've got, um, uh, pins like a lanyard with pins. They were like, Oh my gosh. So that was cute. But you know, people had interesting, fun things happen. So do you remember those fast passes that they would hand out on the lanyard? Mm-mm. They were, they were kind of like, if you go to food and wine, you can buy those drink tabs and you break off the little tab and you exchange it for the drink. Right. Well, this was a lanyard that had a hard plastic, uh, ticket on it. And there were probably 10 or 12, of the oh. little tabs you could break off and each one was a fast pass and you could go up to a, you know, back at the time they were doing the paper fast passes, the original fast passes, and you could go and break one off and ride it without having to have gotten the timed fast pass. They were like a universal fast pass. It was awesome. And same type of thing. We got off of small world and there were just two cast members handing out lanyards to people as they were getting off the yeah. rides. Here you go. Here's a bunch of fast passes. Thank you. Now, did your family get it or was it just one of you or how did that work? Uh, everybody who was getting off the ride got one. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. That would be it was amazing. Very cool. Yeah. That would be really fun. Yeah. I. It was just, you know, you heard all kinds of interesting things. Like, I know some people were chosen to, you know, be in, like, spend the night in the castle and stuff like that. So, um, that's pretty cool. I would invite you guys if that happened to me. Not really. Um, oh, you're so sweet. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's easy to say that when it's not going to happen, right? <laughs> That's true. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and, and turn this over to Tony to close out the show. Thanks, Chris. As always, I'd like to remind our listeners that our podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. You can check out their website, MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com, request a quote, and let Chris's team plan your family's next magical vacation. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search on the Mouse and More podcast. And on behalf of Chris, Liza, and Adam, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night.